entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders, that you, by the way, so you can inspire others. My guest with me today is Steve Woodruff. Hi, Steve. How are you, sir? Marty, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, let's get this out of the way right away because we're going to talk about uh, referrals and networking, all that kind of stuff later on. But you're here because of a friend, Lindsay Peterson, right? Yes, Lindsay uh, is a fellow author and branding person. And we, uh, as often happens these days, bumped into each other on uh, social media, LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or something. And uh, I really admired her work, and she really enjoyed the book I'd recently written, and so we became fast friends. Yeah, she loves you. So uh, let's uh, introduce Steve. Steve Woodruff is known as the King of Clarity. In a world full of noise and distraction, Steve helps businesses craft a message so clear that they can be heard, remembered, and referred In over 30 years of business experience, Steve has consulted with companies ranging from solo startups to top five pharma. You can learn more about Steve and his work at ClarityFuel.com. That's ClarityFuel.com. Steve, we're going to be talking about your book, which is titled Clarity Wins, Get Heard, Get Referred. I'll say it again. Clarity Wins, Get Heard, get referred. I wanted clarity on that uh, book title, you know, Steve? All right. (laughs) So why did you set out to write a book called Clarity Wins? Answer that question first. Why did you set out to do this? Well, the the more noble answer, and I'll get to the not so noble answer (laughs) afterwards, but the more noble answer is I had been writing on this stuff and practicing it and consulting on it for over 12 years. And I had put so much material out there that the book was essentially written before I I wrote it. It was just scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really needed to pull it together into a cohesive message. So uh, that was a process uh, in 2018, took about six to seven months to mm-hmm. really take all that material and turn it into a book mm-hmm. uh, and and get it out there. Uh, the, the less noble but pretty common reason for writing a book is that uh, you actually want to increase your business, increase your consulting. And uh, often the book isn't what really makes any money. The book sales, it's being viewed by the marketplace as an authority simply because you've put out a book. So uh, I figured it was time. I needed to actually do this. And I'd been intending for a long time uh, to write the book. But what I had run into, Marty, that was keeping me back was that uh, I felt so confused by the options, the publishing options that Mm. have uh, come up 
that uh, I was kind of stuck at the starting gate for a couple of years, not sure how to do this. Really? Well, do you go the traditional route? Do you do self-publishing? Do you do a hybrid? I just was, I felt intimidated by the whole thing. And, and it wasn't until I, I met uh, the man who became my editor, Josh Burnoff, an experienced author. Mm-hmm. Uh, he served as my Sherpa to help me make the series of decisions up front about how I was going to do this and what course to take. And then I finally was able to get it done. As a matter of fact, he likes your work so much that he wrote the foreword to your book, correct? Yes, he did. Yeah, Josh uh, Josh and I had a unique and very fun relationship. We are both uh, very blunt and uh, kind of sharply funny people. And uh, so the feedback he'd give me, uh, you've had to have a very thick skin, but I really liked it. And so we had a great time working on this book. And he would write back feedback like, you know, it would be really nice if this thing actually had a point or, you know, why, why don't you actually finish this thought? And I, I loved that. It made the, the writing so much more fun. And, and he got to have fun with a, a non-thin-skinned author that uh, valued the, uh, the way he would do things. Well, let's, let's move to the book. I'm going to save another question for later. Um, you talk about noise in the workplace. Noise in the workplace. Again, remember the book is Clarity Wins, Get Heard, Get Referred. So talk to me about noise in the workplace. So my view of this, Marty, is the noise problem is the biggest problem every business faces. And it's not merely noise in the workplace. It's noise in the world. Mm. Uh, We are absolutely inundated, uh, surrounded by stimulation from all five senses. We have phones that are vibrating and ringing in our pocket. We're looking at screens for hours and hours a day. We have earbuds in. Uh, and the brain, human brain, is processing a million bits of information per second. It's got to do an astonishing job of filtering. So the challenge that that presents for any business is how do we get heard Mm -hmm. in this tsunami of noise? How do we rise above it? And the first chapters of the book are dedicated to the relatively simple brain science that describes how the brain works and what it looks for and how we can craft a message that rises above that noise. Well, go ahead. Give me some ideas. What did you write about? Uh, the main the main thing is understanding uh, a, a dual set of acronyms, okay? So uh, I'm going to give it to you and then explain them. The RAS and WIIFM. Uh, The RAS is the brain's filtering system. It's called the reticular activating system. And the job of the RAS is to push aside everything that doesn't really matter and to help us focus on whatever is new or interesting or particularly relevant or unexpected. That's what actually rises above. Mm. And uh, it has to do this, otherwise we would be just totally overwhelmed by all the stimulation that comes. So we have this biological marvel, the RAS, which uh, if we know how to address it in our communications, gives us the chance to get into the brain. If we don't know what the RAS is looking for, then we just become background noise. But as it turns out, everybody's RAS 
it is tuned into one radio station that we can always count on, and that's WIIFM. What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. And so, one of the first principles we have to learn about effective, clear communications is how, in the first 30 seconds, can we make it clear that what we're saying is relevant for that person we're addressing? So let me jump in, because I know you don't like the words elevator pitch. <laughs> you, you talk about that, and you kind of teed me up for that one. Um, yeah, how do we get someone's attention in person, online, wherever, and... Um, well, let's talk about, you know, what, what do you, what, what, what would be your suggestions? What would we say or what kinds of ideas that we would say in those first few seconds? Maybe give us mm-hmm. some ideas. Well, the idea of an mem- uh, elevator pitch is correct, which is a short version uh, of something that you can deliver readily uh, and fairly quickly. The problem with it is, number one, nobody wants to talk in an elevator, and number two, nobody wants to be pitched. So um, (laughs) I uh, use a term that I've coined called a memory dart, which is that we want to have a a, a memory dart, a highly distilled message that gets the point across in one sentence or one phrase uh, and that sticks in the memory. So uh, let's say I'd gotten in an elevator uh, with Josh Burnoff, who served as my editor, and he just started spewing a bunch of technical nonsense about authoring and about, you know, platforms, et cetera, et cetera, and boring me to tears. Uh, on the other hand, what if we got in the elevator and he said to me, and this was the elevator dart or the memory dart that he and I came up with during the process of, of working on this book. If he just simply said to me, hey, Steve, I am the Mercedes of editors, of business book editors. That would say everything, Mm, okay? mm. He's used imagery, he's grabbed onto a hook in my memory, and by using the power of analogies and word pictures, I know that he's all about high quality, expensive, and exclusive. So one of the most powerful things any business can do whether it's one-on-one networking or whether it's what's on your website initially or the beginning of a sales pitch or the beginning of a book or the beginning of a podcast is you want to somehow get into the mind through the RAS and use a memory hook that people can go, oh, I get it. I know what this is for. I know who this is. I know what they do. Hmm, I hope I did that at the beginning of the show. DC, take notes here. We're gonna get okay. we're gonna get some feedback. You Got know, it. Got well, it. Marty, we don't know. I don't know what this show's about. Oh my God, I'm a wreck. You know, <laughs> how did I do at the beginning? Okay. Well, in the, in your case, the title is quite suitable, business builders. Okay, that's I love it. pretty yeah. plain. Yeah. If you'd said this is the ABC Marty Wolf podcast, <laughs> we don't know what the heck you're doing, and so you better have a pretty good tagline or a pretty good way of explaining it. Uh, because it's certainly the title isn't a memory dart. I, I hope so, since we've been using it for eight years. It's kind of worked, I guess. Okay, so I get it. I get this part, the memory dart. I love that, first of all. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm an old sales guy, old in experience and in age, and I wish I knew this 30 years ago. Um, let's, so we need to apply that to someone. 
So we have our memory dart. We're ready to, we, we put that on our website. We put that on our Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, meeting someone in person. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about who we're going to give that message to. What I'm mm. referring to is let's talk about the bullseye customer. Yeah, the bullseye customer for me, uh, and I, I use that term instead of uh, target customer because target still has a few rings. Bullseye is here's exactly what we want. And it turns out that the best way to get the kind of customers that you really want is to define them quite narrowly and quite specifically into a bullseye which informs your own sales efforts and also informs your marketing approach. Who are you actually trying to reach? And as it turns out, that's what enables other people to refer accurately. Mm. We want to paint a very clear picture of our bullseye customers so that when somebody comes across that neighbor or that friend or that uncle and they go, oh, that's a Marty Wolf customer Mm -hmm. because we've left that image. If I just say, uh, I provide uh, marketing services to mid-sized businesses, well, <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, that, that means my cust- there's a million of them. I don't right. know who right. that is, and I can't refer. Uh, if I said, uh, I am a boutique digital agency serving local real estate market who want to uh, reach the high-end demographic in the greater Nashville area. I'm just making this up as I go along. Okay, now I've actually defined my bullseye market. Steve, this is probably the most difficult thing for entrepreneurs to do. Would you you agree? For entrepreneurs, the big temptation, and and I I give grace for the first two years of any any new company's life. Sure, sure. You know, you're grabbing customers, you're figuring stuff out, you have to have revenue, all of that stuff. So you may or may not be able to either define or limit yourself to a bullseye customer. But quickly, you do want to move to that point because you really want to have the best kind of customers that love you the most, that you can serve best, that are most profitable. And so I think even a startup, even if they can't only get bullseye customers right away, need to very quickly try to figure out and define who their best customers are. I'm in total agreement. My guest is Steve Woodruff. His book is Clarity Wins, Get Heard, Get Referred. Uh, is the best site to uh, to learn more about you, clarityfuel.com. Is that correct, Steve? Yeah, clarityfuel.com. And then uh, if somebody wants to look at the book, it's on Amazon. There's a short link, just claritywins.org, and that leads right to the book. What do you mean if somebody wants to look at the, of course they're going to look at the book for goodness sake we're making a compelling reason we're creating a memory dart in our listeners mind for god's sakes you know, of course they're going to do it all right let's move on um is i know the answer to this question but i want you to go deeper is storytelling important when you're trying to clarify your message so let me say that again i want people to think about that is storytelling important when we are trying to clarify our message. Talk to me about that. Yeah, story storytelling is vital. Um, and one of the reasons for that is, once again, returning to brain science, the human brain is hardwired for stories. And stories are one of the shortcuts to understanding and memory and to emotion. And as you know, being a salesperson, 
people really buy on the basis of emotion. Mm-hmm. So crafting a good story is a huge piece of getting into people's minds. You can you can hand somebody a, a spec sheet. You can hand somebody a, a bullet point list of you know twelve different things, but nothing sticks the way a great story does. How um, somebody used our me, product successfully, how much they felt so great about it, all those kinds yeah. of things, right? Yeah, two, two of the story forms that I talk about in the book are the evolution story. How, how did our business get to this point? How, mm-hmm. you know, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. What, what was the pathway and why did we start this company? And, and what? Because people are fascinated by that. And the other thing is uh, success stories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is what we did for this customer. This was their problem. This is the intervention. This is how it worked. And sometimes you want to tell failure stories, too. That, that show what the limits are of Good your company, point. Where you, why you learned that you don't want to do this. And uh, Good those are the stories that cement the identity into the memory of others. Yeah, I think people shy away from that because but really all it is is communicating. Um, I, don't want, I almost use the word casually. I don't mean that, but having a dialogue with someone, just real people. You know, tell a story about your company. Tell a story about... Uh, a, a successful client tell a story about how something didn't work. Engage exactly. them. Engage you know, so them. If right? I if I look out uh, and say, "Oh wow, there are six million podcasters out there," <laughs> okay, because there are. And uh, how am I going to choose where to appear on on a podcast? Uh, so somebody with a compelling story about their business background and about their clients and about their podcast and all that uh, is going to be uh, rising to the top compared to just, you know, somebody that says, I decided to build a business podcast and, and there's no backstory. There's no real anything attached to it. Mm-hmm. A referral always helps, too. And a referral <laughs> always helps. But before we get there, I think you call it a clarity statement clarity statement. I think you actually suggest writing this out and having it on cards, maybe. Tell me what you mean by that. Yeah, I, I've come up with a format and and I shamelessly ripped it off from uh, the practice of good journalism, uh, which is uh, a, a good journalist goes after the who, what, why, how, where, and, and when. Uh, so I take five out of those six. Uh, I don't really deal with the when. But the way you get to clarity on any company or any individual is you have to come up with very precise, simple, human-ready statements about what exactly that you offer. You know, what's the what's the actual solution or uh, offering or product? The why uh, of it, which is what's the customer pain or trouble or aspiration that we are addressing? What's the emotional or business need going on? And the how is what is our unique superpower, something that we do that differentiates us from everything else? The who we've talked about already, the bullseye customer, and and I encourage people to go all the way to things like titles, and roles so that you can actually very clearly depict, you know, I only work with director level and above or C-suite people or Mm -hmm. managers of HR or whatever. 
And then finally, the where, and the where has a, a geographical element to it. You know, are you regional? Are you only local? Are you national? Are you global? These are important as far as where you're going to pursue business and what referrals. And then there's a, a kind of a conceptual where, which is what's the marketplace sector where you belong? Do you only work with uh, sales training? Do you only work with manufacturing? Do you only work with uh, walk-in traffic? What, what's the where? When you define those five things, you have actually come up with a pretty darn clear statement of exactly where you're going, what you're doing, and who you do business with. I'll give you the ultimate compliment coming from me. <laughs> uh, you do an extraordinary job explaining that in the book. I've changed some things that I say and do as a result of reading your book. And I'm, I'm hard to convince. <laughs> well, that's, that's my goal. I mean, I've I don't want to just have a bunch of theory. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's solid. It's solid, man. day to day. I mean, I've had to live this and do this for over 30 years. And, and my goal in reading this, in writing this book and in doing workshops with people and consulting is to immediately see changes in the way we communicate. Well, you've done that for me. Let's move to this last topic. We could go on and on. You spend a lot of time, actually, pretty much the second half of the book or third part of the book, talking about uh, intentional or referral networking. Um, I, I could see the buildup to it. Um, but give me more details on why you coupled clarity wins, get heard, get referred to networking or referral networking, I think you refer to it as. So give me a little yes. more clarity yeah. on that. I call it referral networking. And uh, for me, it's math. It's simple math. Uh, everybody knows, everybody, no matter who you answer, ask this question to, what's the best source of the best business you get? It's referrals. Uh, you know, I don't care how much you do advertising or marketing, whatever. It's word of mouth, it's influencer, it's one-to-one, -one, it's referrals. If that's true, then why? Why should we spend so much time doing indirect promotion when we could be equipping a network of individuals, advocates, to speak and sell on our behalf? Mm -hmm. And so coming up with clear messaging and clear communications and all of that stuff is not only to equip us to communicate to the marketplace, it's to give the tools for others to refer us mm -hmm. more accurately. Mm -hmm. We might have a hundred people that love us, but if they don't know how to say it, if they don't know what our bullseye customer looks like, if I haven't exactly. given them the right information, they can't refer me. But if I give them the simple basic info about who to send my way, now I have multiplied my influence tremendously and we are both fans of bob berg and john david mann both of those gentlemen have been on this show what was his book uh i should know the answer to that that we both the referred go giver to. yeah well the go giver and the one about referrals referral network yeah. what is it the, the go giver something referrals yeah it's, okay it's, so we both refer to that uh and 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 uh yeah we're both fans and both of them have been on the show so, again, we need to wrap up. Again, these shows, I always feel like I'm cheating some and we can't go on and on. But you have the uh, last minute or so. Uh, what didn't I ask you you want to make sure that people know about or what, what way would you like to close strong? 
Well, here's the interesting thing, Marty, that has developed out of this book. So I, I finished it in and launched it in November of 2018. And um, a lot of this book is geared toward what I'll call business development, sales, marketing, messaging, branding, referrals, you know, all that stuff, uh, which is wonderful. That was the intention. But the irony is that uh, toward the end of the development of the book, I began to see that this tree had two trunks. And uh, one trunk is what I addressed in the book. The other trunk about clarity is that there's this whole realm of clear communication and collaboration inside corporations, inside Mm. companies, between companies, Mm -hmm. working with vendors, cross-functional communication, agile teams, that these clarity principles actually have this huge impact on the internal workings of a company. And so I've actually spent the last eight months doing more and more, ironically, consulting and workshops on the internal aspects of communications and collaboration, uh, where my uh, corporate clients, a lot of which are pharmaceutical companies, uh, this is meeting a huge need and it goes way beyond just sales. This goes into every single division of a company who doesn't need to communicate better. Um, perfect. So my guest has been Steve Woodruff. His last name is W O O D R U F F. His book is Clarity Wins Get Heard, Get Referred. The website you want to check out is clarityfuel.com. By the way, there's information on the book and there's different resources and things like that. If you're a Twitter fan, I think it's uh, your Twitter handle is what? S Woodruff. Ed S. Woodruff. Oh, that's pretty simple. Steve as in Steve. S. Woodruff on Twitter. So, hey, folks, remember the words. Write them down. Memory dart. Clarity statement. Referral networking. You got to buy this book. You got to follow Steve Woodruff. Steve, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builders Show. Thanks, Marty, for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Business Builders Show. To learn more about me, and I'm Marty Wolf, go to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And, of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder, you can find all our Business Builders shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.